Look at the way her hand is warped. You can definitely, this is Photoshop. I love watching him grow in his athletic pursuits. Okay, how many times do we have to say this? Pickleball is not a sport. Look, he's wearing a Santa hat. Again, yeah, he's literally bald. Oh, Dylan is 12 and Madison is 10 and we're expecting our third. Whoops. No, that's a fake tree for sure. They put a Bible verse on theirs. Yeah, I know. They're not even Christian. Madison, our spunky 20-year-old, is enjoying her second year of college. Yeah, community college. We enjoyed spending a month in Paris this summer. With who, on whose income? Not her husband's, for sure. Her parents pay for that. Connor has enjoyed playing football. <laughs> not at Clark Central, dude. He literally rode the bench. I went to every game. Fitness journey. Look at this. Yeah, does this look like a fitness journey? Yeah, no. Ozempic for sure. Oh, really? A photo outside of a church. Look at this. Yeah, no. It must have been after a wedding or a funeral or something. Somewhere in the city that defines holiday magic is a man who wants a little eggnog with his mistletoe. And that guy would like to carol you. Featuring the musical stylings of Mel Tunney and the Dream in Color Singers. And tonight, a star-studded lineup with Gentry, the Philly Specials, Fiona Paloma, poet Malcolm Geith, Keith and Kristen Getty, Sam Robson, John Christ, the Holderness family, Christmas with the Chosen, Sally Lloyd-Jones, John Lennox, and Michael W. Smith. I just want to say thank you, a big thank you, to Dick and Mel Tunney for their musical support of the uh, Dream and Color Orchestra, the Dream and Color Singers. They made this year and these jingles so memorable, and I couldn't have done it without them. T take a listen as the singers uh, finish out here, 2023. Love it. Hey, let's get to the news. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough, and I've only got one news story for you tonight. Of all the things that have happened in the last uh, year, and there have been a number, some of which, by the way, if you would like to check out the Salem News Channel the week between Christmas and New Year's, uh, we will uh, recount uh, in uh, several uh, presentations of what the biggest news stories were. Brandon Tatum, uh, Sebastian Gorka, Julie Hartman, Mark Davis, uh, Andrew Wilkow, and others uh, will be joining me as we uh, kind of look back at the biggest stories of the year. But I've got a personal favorite for you listening or watching that Kevin show on radio or television tonight. And let me just tell you, 
There's 300 radio stations plus that are taking us tonight uh, from one end of the country to the other. Uh, the incredible people at Biz TV uh, have been one of my most faithful partners uh, since we launched. And of course, the Salem News Channel, my home network and base of uh, operations out of New York. I couldn't do it without Eric Hastings and the entire uh, crew. But I just want to tell you that um, when we were with you last week for our week to do good, my hope was that we could get an additional 16 slaves liberated from Sudan uh, where we had um, reached our goal of 192, there were 16 additional names that became available that could be liberated before the end of the year. And the incredible news story tonight, there's no jokes attached to this or anything else, is that the generosity of you, this audience, stepped up and said, we are not going to let those 16 women uh, remain in slavery. In fact, friends, I have very good news. We liberated an additional 18 and there's even more good news. If you call 888-342-1010 tonight through the end of the year, we could still liberate additional women from slavery in northern Sudan, 888-342-1010. But my news tonight, my favorite news story of the year, is that we celebrate the release of 210 slaves from slavery. And I have to say thanks. for joining me today for my presentation of my Christmas wish list. Sup, you want to see my Christmas list? <sighs> I'd like to offer you my stats. I've had straight A's and very rigorous courses since the fifth grade. Oh, I gotta find it. I did it. I started a charity. I have joyfully driven my little brother to all of his practices. Anything to make your life easier. You've always taught me Mature people ask for what they want. I did it. Oh, gosh. I've color-coded the items by price and then ranked them by how much I want them. <laughs> I mean, I want them all. I know I'm not going to get them all. This is just ideas. It's right here. It's there. Do you want to hold it? I think if you got me some Lululemon, we could both use it because we're the same size now. So girl math, we're actually saving money. Girl math. You want me to read it? A hoodie. I don't care where it's from. I just wear the same thing over and over. Hear me out. These would be so easy to slip on as I'm racing out the door to go pick up my little brother. I'm here to help you and make your life easier. Therefore, Ugg slippers. Isn't this cool? I'm here for you. Just don't get me pants with buttons. I just wear a pair of shorts that I have five in the same color just every day. So I don't need pants. I know you just bought me one of these for my birthday just two months ago, but there are new colors. I need to stay hydrated while I'm studying, earning all of those straight A's. Really, this is for health reasons. I know it's snowing outside, but just please don't get me a coat. I don't need a coat. I have hoodies. I don't need a coat. All of my friends during sleepovers wear the cutest coordinated pajamas. Here are some options for you ranked by price. I mean, I guess like NBA 2K24, but I still have that gift card you gave me for my birthday last year that we could just use that to buy it if you want. I don't know. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Victoria Beckham takes all of her photos with this device that is not a phone. Oh, you had one of these? So it's retro. I would love this retro picture-taking device. So you were cool back in your day. I see you. So that's it, a hoodie, but no pants, and no coat, and maybe a video game. I don't care, whatever. 
This concludes my presentation of my 2023 Christmas wish list. Do you have any questions? It's my goal in life to make your life easier. And by creating this presentation, I pray I've done just that. There's no pants, no coat, but you do great. Cause this one's, I've been wearing it for like a year. So it's kind of cool in here. Can't see anything. By the way, what are you doing with your skin? Is it a new moisturizer? You look amazing. Scene. Uh, this was blessed by our children. Mm -hmm. We wrote this and we got it blessed by right. them. We didn't really write it. I just have to jump in here. Like a lot of times when we do these bits, like we have to elevate it a lot. Like we, we go kind of like over the top so just to like make a satire out of it. We basically just um, cut and pasted our daughter's quite thoughtful uh, Christmas wish list. I will say it does make a life easier. Yeah. I love a list. We've always taught our kids mature people ask for what they want. It's a life skill. These these children we're going to need to know how to put a presentation together for work. So I appreciate it. I'm not mocking my daughter. I appreciate a list. I'm a little terrified by how good she is at this. Sales. That girl can work. Yeah. She's going to She's gonna be a boss of something. Meanwhile, my son, his list was a list of things not to get him. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for Christmas at the Kardashians, where we peek in on Kim decorating her Christmas tree. I just wanna do like a really cute moment, just like right. trees are so thin, they're acting wild. Why do your trees look like they're starving? This is just like the vibe I'm going for. Like Ozempic vibes? Not Ozempic. Why don't we like not talk about our vibe? That way no one can like steal a vibe. I don't think anyone wants to steal your slim fast tree vibe. Not the slim fast. You talk all this about being organic. You don't even decorate your own Christmas tree. Guys, that's decorating. Your trees are literally naked and afraid. It's called being modern. It's like skimp mess over here. Are you happy? Yeah. Like, what is your beef with my trees? I don't have beef. I'm vegan. Christmas time, here we go. Friend, have you ever imagined what it was like that night to be there at the birth of Jesus? From Christmas with the Chosen. Mary. What did he say? Uh, you won't believe it. Mm. So that they are completely full. The census. Mm. Hold down is overrun. I think it's because, um, uh, I think it's because uh, he knows that we aren't exactly, that I can't just give him more money like the others can. But he insisted that they were full. 
I was furious, but I kept my calm, like I promised. Hm? Of course. I told him about our situation, but that didn't make a difference either. He just said that there was nothing. Finally, his wife said that if we wanted, we could try camping in the stable. They promised us water and blankets to help, even lamb's clothes for the baby. And they promised that they would be clean. But I can go look for Samuel. If he is living in the same home, that he would have room. I'm sorry, I slowed this down. I should have stayed on. Oh, no, Mary, it's not your fault. Joseph? I can't keep looking. Uh, there is enough wood here. Uh, I can put something together for you. There's no time. They're coming a bit faster now. All right, we can do this. Uh, try to see if you can find a spot to sit on this blanket and... Uh, I'll put something together for you and clean up, huh? Okay. Okay. Oh, he needs a place to sleep. What? When he gets here, he needs a place to lie down. You make my bed, I'll make his. Already a mother, huh? <laughs> Rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon the humble estate of his servant. What is that? What? What are you saying? Oh, nothing. Is it a song of David? We could use one right about now. No, sorry, it's, it's just something to myself. A poem you created. Yes, but... I... When? Uh, several months ago. I would love to hear it. Any time. We've got no, this. No, 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 I don't want you to see me like this. Slow, slow, slow. Uh, slow. Mary, look at no, me. No, 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 I can wait. I just go get someone. Don't look over there, Mary. Look at me. 
We are not alone. I'm so scared. Remember what your messenger said. The first thing your messenger said. It was the same thing my messenger said to me. Remember? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Shadow of his wings, we will sing for joy. A song of David. <laughs> oh. Can I hear yours now? <laughs> Not now. Oh. oh, I know, I know. Oh. It is time, yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. It is time. And now a sneak peek at The Chosen Season 4 coming to theaters in February. Darkness is not the absence of light. It is more uncontrollable and sinister. You were there, waiting. Because the darkness is not dark to you. At least, not always. The coming darkness was too deep for us to grasp. It would appear that we now want the same thing as Pilate. Senior leaders in every district should question and expose Jesus. I just can't stop seeing how we could be doing things faster and more efficiently. You deserve a stipend for your specialized work. You can at least make sure that you have resources to keep the mission going. My ledgers are in the red. I told you to make life difficult for the followers of Jesus. It is on this rock that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This infernal chaos. Why can no one control these people? What just happened to all of you? It's about to get worse. Now that I'm here, physical death does not interrupt our eternal life. Lazarus! Come out! I remember you wishing there could be another way. And looking back, I do too. I still don't know why it has to be this way. The bitter often mingled with the sweet. You told us it would be like that. With how you lived. The man of sorrows. Acquainted with grief. Looks like it's going to be a powerful season four for The Chosen in theaters February 1st. And tickets on sale now for those early shows. Kevin McCullough, so glad to have you with us for one special Christmas. Coming up, my own bedtime story. Next.
is from New York, that Kevin, Kevin McCullough. And welcome back to One Special Christmas. It is our uh, kind of blowout Christmas extraordinaire, spectacular, any other superlatives we can give it. Because I really love Christmas. I love celebrating it, and I love knowing that uh, so many of my own family do as well. In fact, a number of years ago, I started reading uh, a nighttime bedtime story authored by Sally Lloyd-Jones, and it has become a Christmas tradition, not only for the little ones in my house, but for us here on the show. It's called Song of the Stars and looks at the birth of Jesus from a unique perspective, one that we've probably never considered if you think about it. Uh, what did the animals think on the night that Jesus came? We put a little music, a little dramatic effect to it, and uh, we have it here to present to you for one more time. This is the eighth year in a row, Song of the Stars by Sally Lloyd-Jones. The Song of the Stars, A Christmas Story, by Sally Lloyd-Jones, paintings by Allison Joy. The world was about to change forever, and it almost went by unnoticed. But the leaves that night rustled with a rumor. News rang out across the open fields. A song drifted over the hills. The wind whispered it softly in the sycamore trees that waved their moonlit branches to the sky. A barn owl took flight. Woodland creatures stirred. It's time. It's time. In the pine woods, two deer raised their heads. A big brown bear sniffed the air and a red fox darted. The faces of little flowers lifted to the skies. It's time. It's time. The skies shouted it to the seas, that thundered it to the waves, that roared it to the great white whales, that sang it to the starfish in the deep. And tiny sandpipers danced it on shining sands. It's time. It's time. The running rivers bounded over boulders, and the otters clapped and played and sang to the ducklings that splashed and quacked to the salmon that leaped and leaped. And tiny field mice and insects and little creeping things and sparrows and robins and every single blade of grass squeaked and hummed and chirped and sang, It's time. It's time. Wild stallions drummed it to the ground. Get ready, get ready, be glad, be glad. And on a lonely peak, a lion raised his strong head and roared it out to the empty wilderness, the mighty king, the prince of peace. All the stars joined together in a chorus that rang out through the heavens the bride and morning star. And on a hillside overlooking a little town, sheep nuzzled their little lambs. The good shepherd. Suddenly angels lit up the whole sky and a great choir sang it out loud. It's time. He's come. At last. He's here. And in the little town, 
little shed in a little window a candle flickered in the dark and a tiny cry rang out in the cold night air and high above a single star set in the highest heavens shone out brighter than all the others and poured down silver onto the little shed a light to light up the whole world Animals stood around his bed, and the whole earth and all the stars and sky held its breath. The one who made us has come to live with us. And a young mother with no place to rest, nowhere to stay, kept it as a song inside her heart, our rescuer. They gazed in wonder at God's great gift, lying on a bed of straw, wrapped in rags, a tiny little baby, heaven's son, sleeping under the stars that he had made. Ladies and gentlemen, as we continue, it's my honor to introduce to you this Christmas Dr. John Lennox here on One Special Christmas. Imagine you have invited guests to a Christmas dinner, say, your guests eat the food with relish, they talk to each other animatedly, but they ignore you completely. Even when you bring in a magnificent dessert, they still say nothing. You press them and finally one of them turns to you and says, the food is magnificent, the music's beautiful, but as for you, we are not the least bit interested in you. In fact, some of us are not even sure that you exist, and they leave without a word of thanks. That's impossible, you say. But just think, that may be precisely how many of us have treated God this past year. We've taken his gifts of health, ability, job, home, food, family and friends, but we've never stopped to acknowledge or thank him for them. We have accepted the gifts, but rejected the giver. Unto us a son is given, wrote Isaiah, words immortalized in Handel's magnificent oratorio, The Messiah. The important thing here is this. Please notice it. The gift is the giver. And so we cannot reject the gift without rejecting the giver. And he is the saviour of the world. There's much good in the world, but there's also much evil, poverty, suffering, violence, war, exploitation, slavery, fear, discrimination and abuse. And who of us would dare suggest that there's nothing from which we need to be saved? Anger, lovelessness, destructive desires, egocentricity, greed, spite, envy, dishonesty, hypocrisy and hatred, to name but a few. Surely, 
we would agree with G.K. Chesterton, who, in response to a question in the Times, what is wrong with the world, wrote to the editor, Dear Sir, I am yours faithfully, G.K. Chesterton. Are we therefore doomed to live in a world like Narnia, in which it is always winter, never Christmas? No, because Christmas has indeed come. Into our world, God speaks a message full of hope. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. How's that to be done? Not you'd be glad to know by suggesting another round of unrealistic New Year's resolutions. Moral codes are very important, but they cannot either forgive us or empower us to live as we know we ought to live. They can certainly tell us how we should live. They can measure just how far we fall short of God's standards and even our own standards. A thermometer measures our temperature. It can tell us we are ill and need a doctor, but it cannot cure us. Similarly, God's law shows us that we are sinful and points us to a spiritual doctor. I emphasize we cannot merit God's salvation. People find this so difficult to grasp, especially since so much in human experience is merit-based, our exam results, our jobs, promotions, etc. God's salvation is not based on our merit, but on his love for us in Christ who can forgive because he died for us. The Archbishop of Canterbury once said in an Easter sermon, the cross is the great point at which the suffering and sorrow, torture, trial and sin and yuck of the world ends up on God's shoulders out of love for us. And when we receive Christ, he then enables us to live in the power of his resurrection. Yet, it will be said by some, including the late Christopher Hitchens, that it makes no moral sense for one man to give himself for another's sins. There's force to that objection if the man is merely a man, but Jesus was never only a man. He was God incarnate, and because he's both God and man, he can offer us salvation as a gift, forgiveness, peace with God, new life and hope, because he died for us as the Son of God. But like all gifts, it has to be received, in this case by the deliberate and willing act of repentance and trust in Christ as Saviour and Lord. John Newton's words say it all. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Many people, especially in the great cities of the world, are feeling lost and blind at this Christmas time. They may well be successful in the eyes of others, but they have not yet found a story big enough to bring a sense of fulfillment and purpose into their lives. The Christmas story is big enough to do just that, because it is historical, not fiction. It's real and not legend, because at its heart is the incarnation of God in Jesus, who came to live, die and rise again for our salvation. That salvation is the biggest gift you can ever receive, but you have to receive it. Let me leave you with the fact that you can receive it this very Christmas if you have not already done so already. Listen to the words of the Gospel of John, chapter 1. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, 
who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We are born into this world as creatures of God. By responding to the Christmas story and opening our hearts, wills and lives to repent of the mess we've made of our own lives and the lives of others and trusting Christ as Saviour, we can become something we never were before, children of God. May I wish you that peace with God and certainty of salvation in Christ this Christmas. In the words of what has in the last few years become a much-loved hymn around the world, in Christ alone, no guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ, I'll stand. He holds a PhD in two doctors of science and philosophy. Dr. John Lennox, a very special Christmas greeting for you this night on one special Christmas on That Kevin Show. Coming right back. With a no-drink minimum. It's that Kevin show. One of the important themes of tonight is to give a merry, happy Christmas to those who have not had one in their entire lives. Here's Michael W. Smith to round out our show. Sleep in heaven. 
Bringing to a close this special Christmas, that is Michael W. Smith uh, and the beautiful Christmas carol, Silent Night, Holy Night. Kevin McCullough is my name, and I have a ton of people to thank for being here tonight. Uh, the names will be on the screen, but uh, uh, musical groups, sketch comedians, um, thinkers, poets, authors, uh, Dr. John Lennox especially, we appreciate his uh, the timeliness of his message. And I guess, friend, if I could wrap up all of it in just kind of one Christmas bow for you, it would be this, that tonight our world is in massive danger. There are a lot of scary things going on uh, all around us in the uh, world that we see. But I have this great hope that the message and meaning of Christmas has not left us. And that, in fact, if we seek the Savior in the manger even now, we can be blessed in 2024. It's going to be a busy year. My thanks to the uh, Dream and Color Singers, the Dream and Color Orchestra, uh, Ivan Quinones, Owen Buckley, uh, Ilana Golden, uh, Eric Hastings, everybody, John Butler, everybody that has made this year's That Kevin Show uh, the success that it has been. I just want to say thank you. I hope that you have a very meaningful celebration of Christmas and uh, the uh, new year is upon us. And we will see you very, very soon.